Here comes the money. You're now listening to the Gambling with Gold podcast with Jason Gold. Presented by Champions Round. What is going on? Welcome to Gambling with Gold, episode 107, NFL Week 4 Best Bets. My name is Jason Gold. This is Joey Mariello, and we are here to break down every single game in the NFL slate for NFL Week 4, including Thursday Night Football, Sunday Night Football, Monday Night Football, all of our Week 4 best bets. Can't wait to get into it. Joey, how you doing today? Couldn't be better. My, my team's got a primetime game. Can't wait to talk about it. Can't wait to win money off of it. All right, let's jump right into Thursday Night Football. The Bengals are hosting your Miami Dolphins. The line currently at DraftKings minus 3.5. Total is set at 48.5. That total has jumped up a bundle in the last 24 hours, went from 47 to 48 and a half. I assume that's based on the Tua news. Um, excited to jump into this one. What are your initial thoughts? Do you think this is a scheduled spot, a scheduled um, loss for uh, the Bengals or for the Dolphins today? You know, as like a biased fan, this is the first time where I could say this game does seem like a trap, a huge trap, seems like a situational loss. So much adversity this week. You know, you got the short week. You got a lot of injuries. Your quarterback's banged up. And then today you got leaked uh, leaked practice footage from some random Twitter account. So there's a lot going on. The Bengals are, 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 are the clear favorite here. But obviously I'm riding with my team. It scares me. And I, I don't know. There's a lot going on with this one. What do you think? I'm all on the Bengals. I bet this at minus my, uh, the money line at minus 165. I bet the money line again at minus 180. It is currently minus 175. It did get to 200, so I thought there was good value on that. Uh, I kind of like the under a little bit at 48.5. My read on that is that I do think that the Miami Dolphins offense is going to sputter a lot tonight. And I don't think it's particularly because of anything the Bengals are going to do, interestingly enough. On defense, I just think that this team has to be cashed. You're playing four days after you went to absolute war against the Buffalo Bills in Miami. Your defense had to play 90 plays. The offense is banged up. There's injuries all over the place and defensively. Tua definitely not going to be 100% coming into this game. So I would expect the Bengals to come out and dominate. I like the Bengals in the first half. First half money line would be a really good bet, even first quarter, because I think you guys are going to come out with some tired legs. Um I do like the Cincinnati team total over 26. Miami does not get to the quarterback at a low pressure rate, uh, which is what Joe Burrow thrives in. And they also do not run too high shell, which is something that has stifled Joe Burrow and this offense before. So if you're not going to do that, which is exactly what the Jets did last week, low pressure rate, and you're not playing too high shells, that is a smash spot for the Bengals offense. So give me their team total over 26 tonight. And, uh, yeah, I like the Bengals to win. Minus three and a half. I don't know I would lean towards the Bengals. I'm not sure they're going to bet it just because I don't want to bet three and a half when I already have action on the money line. But I do think that's the right side. I just think we, we talked about this on a couple shows earlier this week. It's a schedule loss for, for Miami. It sucks, mm-hmm. but at least you're three and oh. It's like an NBA back-to-back when you arrive at three o'clock in the morning and you had to deal with the hurricane shit. Like, this would be an all-time win for the Dolphins to be able to get this done on Thursday night football against a competent team like the Bengals in Cincinnati. Just a lot of stuff to overcome. Agreed, 100%. I mean, it's a situational loss, like you said, but I do like the over. That's something that I have been looking at just because the Dolphins' uh, secondary has been getting torn up. A lot of that has to do with, like you said, the D-line not getting to the quarterback. Josh Allen was living lavish back there in the pocket and just airing the ball out. I'm pretty sure the Dolphins are – 
top three in most passing yards let up. I do think they'll hold Mixon under 50 yards. Uh, I think they're going to shut down the run. But the secondary has been getting torched, and you're now going against a really good wide receiver core. Um, Boyd's been picking it up too, which is good. I don't know. There's going to be a lot of adversity that's tough, but I think both teams are going to come out slinging. I think the Dolphins' offense, this is a big test, and I want to see can they keep it up. And this is going to be a game where that they're going to show people, all right, maybe we are real contenders. Because nobody, like not a lot of people have been giving them, giving them the credit yet, which like whatever I don't agree with. But We, we have it this podcast. You're goddamn right we have. I know. I know. Oh, man, I can't. Yeah, I like the over. I like Tyreek Hill's props. I, I bet him first touchdown. I bet him anytime. I like the confidence he has going in against Eli Apple, too, who even knows if Apple's going to even cover him most of the time. But, yeah, I'm, I like Tyreek's props. I like the over. And you know I got to go with my man Ingold. Got to throw that in the sooner or later. We do have a Daily Dozen prop up tonight, Alec Ingold, over three and a half rushing yards, and I put that in there just for Joe. Yeah, I, I appreciated uh, that. That gave me a good smile this morning. Uh, yeah, so I hope that uh, Ingold gets involved. At least one carry to make it a little bit <laughs> Interesting. Uh, so you said that there are props that you like, uh, Tyreek, over receiving yards, over receptions. Uh, over, yeah, I, li- I like all Tyreek's props. I do. And I I, I really hope uh, one of those hits tonight. I'm liking the first touchdown. I think that I want to roll with Cincinnati Bengals for maybe Higgins or Chase. Longest reception over, and it'll be like 27 and a half yards or something like that. I like those. I like uh, – Probably like longest touchdown over, whatever that's going to be, 46 and a half or something like that. <laughs> kind of like the over on that one. Uh, it'll be an interesting game for sure. I can see it turning into a little bit of a shootout. I still like that under 40 and a half is pretty high. But if you mm-hmm. want to go for the over, I understand why. There's a good case to be made on that side. All right, uh, let's get to our survivor pick of the week. Here are the options that I've laid out for myself for survivor. There are basically three teams in contention at this point. You have the Green Bay Packers, who are minus nine and a half, hosting the New England Patriots. doesn't look like Mac Jones is going to be able to play in that game. On the other hand, there are two other options. We have the Philadelphia Eagles, minus six and a half, at yes. home against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And we have the Detroit Lions, minus four, hosting the Seattle Seahawks. There are a couple other spicy ones down the board if you want to get really gross. Pittsburgh Steelers, minus three, hosting the Jets. And also the New York Giants who are 2-1, and one, hosting the 2-1 and one Chicago Bears. I don't think that I have big enough stones to bet on either the Steelers or the Giants in this situation, not in week four, certainly. So I'm down to, and I've also kind of taken out Philly, just because this is a kitchen sink game for Doug Peterson in this spot. I don't think that they're going to punt at all. There's no reason to turn the ball back over to this Eagles offense. So I just think that it's too, there's too many variables in that game that I don't want to be on the Philadelphia Eagles side. And I think that I'd rather save them for a team that's worse than the Jacksonville Jaguars. So basically I'm down to the NFC North, which means that I'm at the Green Bay Packers, which is the safe play, and the Detroit Lions, which is the home run play. What's your opinion on Survivor this week? I love the Lions. I, you know what's crazy is the, the Green Bay-New England game scares me because you never know what Bill's got up his sleeve. Um, the Philly game, I mean – the Jags have been playing really good, and it's it's kind of surprising. And I know the Eagles are riding super hot right now. Sooner or later, you got to cool off. Who knows when that will be? That also slightly scares me. The Giants, absolutely not. No way. I that that is my pick for the survivor. This is one of those things where it's you started two and zero. You almost went three and zero. You lost to Cooper Rush in prime time. Who knows what's what's the future for that team? Are, are they going to lose the next five? 
I don't know. I love the Lions because this is the game where they blow a team out and, and show people that they actually are contenders. So I'm, I'm with the Lions on this one. My concern on the Lions is twofold. One, the line has come down from minus six, minus six to minus four. So that's always concerning. There is some sharp money on the Seattle Seahawks in this game. That Detroit defense, very leaky. And the Lions might be without DeAndre Swift and Amon or St. Brown. Now, I'm going to try and wait as long as I possibly can. I have to submit this pick by Saturday at uh, 1230 Pacific time. If Swift and Amonra are out and then you're rolling with the Lions, you know, money line, that is so scary. I don't know if I want any of that action. If, if that happens, if I get indication that either of those two are playing, I'll make the safe play with the Green Bay Packers. But this is such a good spot. We know the Seattle team stinks. In my power rankings, I have them as the worst team in the NFL. You saw that defense get lit up by the Atlanta Falcons. Now they're traveling to Detroit. Detroit's offense has been great in every game this season. They're going to continue to be really good. It's a really good spot, and I'm not going to get a better time to utilize the Detroit Lions. So might as well get them off the board. I'm sure there's going to be other opportunities for me to use the Green Bay Packers later in the season. Scary, but I think that i got to go with the Lions right, in my week four survivor it. pick. Do it. All right. Uh, let's get into our five best bets against the spread this week. Joe, what's your first pick? Um, okay. Uh, one, I like the Bears plus three and a half. Uh, I like how Fields has finally, you know, started placing with some confidence after getting embarrassed after um, the first two weeks. They can't get their passing game going, though. It's It's been pretty bad. Some of the stats have been horrible, and I think the Giants are one of the biggest frauds in the NFL right now. They were riding super high on the first two wins, beating uh, clearly, as we know, a garbage Tennessee team. And um, who did the Giants beat week two? They beat, they beat the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers, who I think also suck. So I like the Bears going up against the Giants. I think the Giants are going to fall off uh, pretty heavy soon. I also like hmm, – I like the Chargers plus five. No, minus I, five. I like the Chargers minus five against Houston. I think that's a big bounce back for them. I think they need that. And Herbert's going to be playing healthy again. He was playing hurt last week. I think uh, no one really came out and said it, but Herbert's going to be slinging uh, this coming week. I like the over in that as well, over 44. Uh, yeah, what do you got? Uh, my first two on the board would be the Pittsburgh Steelers minus three hosting the New York Jets. I think there's an absolute get-right spot for that Steelers defense. I don't see any way that Zach Wilson coming in off of not playing, not practicing, is going to have success in Pittsburgh against this defense. And I think the Steelers' offense will do just enough to squeak by and get me this minus three. I think it'll be like 20, 20 to 13, 20 to 14, something like that for the Steelers. I know that they have not won or covered a game without T.J. Watt, so that's a little bit concerning, their own six. But – I do think that they're, if there's a good spot to get them, it would be right now as only a field goal favorite at home, especially after two disastrous losses. They have 10 days to rest up for this game. I don't think Zach Wilson is going to be right at all. So give me the Pittsburgh Steelers minus three. And then my second one would be the Minnesota Vikings minus two and a half in oh, London yeah. against the New Orleans Saints. This has more to do with the Saints situation than it does Minnesota. Minnesota, you know, nice comeback against the Lions last week, but should have dominated that game even more if they need to get Justin Jefferson much more involved in this offense. So there are some concerns. Dalvin Cook, if he's out, if he's in, don't really care. It doesn't really matter for that running game. Alexander Madison has come in and showed every time that he's coming for Dalvin Cook that he is an elite running back and can be an RB1 in the NFL. So no concern for me there. It's all about this New Orleans team, and I'm getting under a field goal on a, on a neutral field. 
they Michael Thomas may not play. Travis Landry may not play. Alvin Kamara hasn't looked healthy. The offensive line is trash. Jameis Winston is his back is like a real, real issue. They got absolutely dominated by this Carolina Panthers team last week. Now, usually I'd say, oh, bounce back spot for New Orleans, but now they're traveling to London with all these injuries. I don't know if that defense is going to be able to hold them in this game enough to make up for what they lack offensively. So I, I, I have to take the Minnesota Vikings minus two half in this one in London. Now, do I want to bet Kirk? Is this is this a primetime game? Like is it's going to be prime, nighttime in London, right? Is this a primetime Kirk or is this maybe even better than 1 p.m. Kirk? Yeah, I don't know. This, I don't approach is, that. Is it earlier on the East Coast? So then like we get like super Kirk? That would be mm-hmm. great to see. So I happen to be on the Vikings this week. Do I love it? Absolutely not. But I do think there's value in doing it, mostly because of the cluster injuries on the New Orleans Saints. All right, what else you got? Um, I got the over 51 in the Bills-Ravens game. I, I love that. I think that's going to be an sh- absolute shootout between Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. Both teams have been dominating offensively. Lamar's a weapon. He's still earning that contract. And the Bills are also coming off – a pretty shitty loss to a division rival. So I think both of these teams are playing with the chip. It's going to be a really fun game to watch. It's probably my game of the week. I think it's going to be the most entertaining for sure as well. Um, yep. Both teams are super explosive on offense. And the Ravens are starting to click too. It's cool to see Bateman really start uh, coming into the player that he is. So I love the over 51, I think it's at right now. Yeah, 51 right now, which is the spot to bet the over because this came down from 54. I bet the under, I think at 53 and a half. Um, but 51 is the right number to jump back in on the over. A lot of this had to do with the potential weather issues caused by Hurricane Ian and where the tropical storm was planned on going. Mm-hmm. They thought that it would be in Maryland, which is why this number came down. There's supposed to be wind and wet. doesn't look like it's quite going to get there as much at this point by Sunday. Like even they're playing the game in Tampa Bay on Sunday between Kansas City uh, for Sunday Night Football. So um, looks like despite the fact that, you know, prayers out to Florida got absolutely manhandled yesterday. but uh, doesn't look like it's going to affect as many games on the East Coast as originally intended. So if you want to bet the over at 51, I get it. I think it's a decent spot to do so. Yeah. All right. Uh, my third pick for my five, and then I'll save the last two for our Sunday night and Monday night football conversations. But my other one would be Tennessee plus three and a half at the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts beat the Chiefs last week. Great win. Uh, did they deserve to win? No. I think that was more a matter of Kansas City giving that way a game. Matt Ryan still looks like ass. And the Tennessee Titans have absolutely dominated the Indianapolis Colts in the regular season. Plus three and a half. I'm getting the hook. I think there's a great spot. Low total, low game. Or I think it'll be a low scoring game. So I think, uh, you know, there's a chance the Colts win. There's a chance the Titans win. I think it'll be a field goal game. Either way, give me Derrick Henry on the ground. Give me a low scoring game. I think that they'll be able to get it done. And I, I like some of the things that I saw from Tennessee last week in a bounce back against the Las Vegas Raiders. I think that offense is moving in the right direction and that defense can do just enough on the defensive line to cause havoc for Matt Ryan. So give me Matt Ryan over interceptions as well against the Tennessee Titans. And uh, yeah, I, I'll take the uh, Titans plus three and a half. I'm with you on the Titans plus three and a half. The Colts are uh, ranked last right now for points scored in the league. Their offense is garbage. And I'm, I'm this might be really wrong, but did I read that Jonathan Taylor was hurt? Or is that, is that he, he is been held out of practice. Same as Christian McCaffrey. I anticipate that both guys are going to end up playing. But if he's banged up even a little bit, uh, even better spot for the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, for practice for first time entire football. Okay, yeah, no. So I mean, that's another thing you got to take into account too. Uh, I think that yeah, the Titans finally uh, put it together as well. Um, yeah, the Colts don't do it for me. I, the the fact that their first win was against the Chiefs too. 
that whole game was just the Chiefs shooting themselves in the foot as well. Uh, I love the Titans. I think Derrick Henry has a big game as well in this one. All right. Uh, do you have a couple more bets for us? Yeah, I like the Commanders plus three against Dallas. I do too. I love it. It's a little scary though. It's um, very scary for one specific one specific reason. Tell me that Dallas defensive line. You saw the pressure they got on Daniel Jones. We also saw what the Philadelphia Eagles defensive line just did to the Washington Commanders offensive line, and how Carson Wentz reacts to that. There's a chance that Dallas has like 18 sacks in this fucking game. That scares me, but I do think it's a great bounce back spot for the Commanders in six days Monday Night Football from you know the Dallas Cowboys. I do think it's a good bounce back to buy in on the Washington Commanders plus three. And I think money line round robin, they might sneak their way in there. Once again, they screwed me last week. Maybe go back to the well this week. But why do you like them? In the dome, I don't know, just divisional matchup, bounce back spot. Um, the Cowboys are also coming off a relatively short week. They played Monday night and they were in a gritty game. And Cooper Rush still, he, he's looked good, but he hasn't sold me. I think he's been, that whole offense has been carried by the defense. I think Pollard's clearly outplaying Zeke as well. Yep. Um, Dallas still looks like frauds to me. Um, I, I'm not sold on them whatsoever. So I just think in a divisional game like this with a spread at Dallas minus three, I'm all over the commanders on this. If it was if the spread was Dallas minus five or something like that, it would scare me a little bit more. But uh, no, I'm, I'm, I like the commanders. This is probably one of my best bets. All right. And what's your last of the uh, five? My last of the five bets. I like the Bucks against the Chiefs. All right, I like so the let's, Bucks money line. Let's talk about this. All right, so Sunday. Let me set it up. So Sunday night football game is going to be played in Tampa Bay, Kansas City, and Tampa Bay. Currently, a pick 'em. At least that's what my circle line is. Uh, this line has come down. Kansas City was minus two and a half at one point. Now all the way back to a pick 'em. Uh, DraftKings right now, as we speak, is Tampa Bay minus one. So a lot of action. Moving your way, which scares me a little bit for someone who has already bet Kansas City in this game. Uh, so Tampa Bay minus one total set at 45. I have already bet the under at 45 and a half in this game. Um, all right. So why is, what's your opinion on uh, Tampa Bay? So the Bucks are coming off like a terrible loss to the Packers. They look like shit. That whole game was pretty terrible. And the Chiefs are coming off a shitty loss to the Colts. And I think when you got a quarterback like Tom Brady – He's going to be the one that's able to bounce back. I'm not really so – like, I, I can't really see the Chiefs team after that loss coming into Tampa Bay and winning this game. I think Brady's going to have a career day. I think this – and it's cool that we get to see this rematch again. He's going to have a career day? Yes, this is I do. This 23rd year. Oh, wait, no, no. Not a career day. Not, not, not a career day, but I think he's going to have a – I think he's going to throw for three, four touchdowns. And wow. I like the – And you I like, like the under? I, I like the possible? under. I like no, not the under, not the. Did I say I like the under in this? I thought you said you like the under. Oh no, 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 no! I must, you must have heard me wrong. But I like the over, is what I was getting at. But yeah, I think uh, Tom Brady still has the Chiefs' number as well, and I like the Bucks. All right, I'm definitely on the other side here, and I might be wrong because the line's moving against me. But Kansas City off that loss to Indianapolis, I think they have revenge from the Super Bowl in their mind a couple years ago. I know this Tampa Bay defense has been this Tampa Bay defense has been really good. So I think there's a chance this is gonna be a really low scoring game. The Chiefs get it done. I don't think the Tampa Bay Tampa Bay is still gonna have cluster injuries at wide receiver. Leonard Fournette is not gonna be able to find success against this Kansas City defense, who's done a really good job of stopping the run this year. Uh I that Tampa Bay offensive line is trash. I think it's gonna be a lot of short throws for Brady. 
you're not able to run the ball and you're throwing short passes, I don't think you're going to be able to get on the board. This offense is just clearly not right right now. And Kansas City, despite the fact that they lost last week, is still one of the top-ranked offenses in the NFL per DVOA. I still think they're going to be able to put up enough points in this game to be able to get over the hump. Give me Mahomes against Brady in Tampa Bay. I don't care. I have to take it. I got a question. What's your take on the Broncos-Raiders game? Yeah, so I have bet the Raiders at minus 130 on the money line, but now I really want to bet Denver plus 8.5 as a teaser piece. Okay. Uh, I also bet the I bet the under in that game at 44.5. It is now 45.5. I also hit it at 46 on the under. Don't think there's going to be many points in that game. This, this is just like a – it's a kitchen sink game for the Las Vegas Raiders at this point. There's no chance that they can drop to 0-4. And the Broncos, you know, they're coming off of this big Sunday night football win. Probably a decent spot to fade them now. I don't like that they're plus two and a half. This game should be a pick em. So I'm really kind of betting into the number the wrong way here, uh, wanting to back the Raiders. It's scary. Just give me the under and the Raiders to win. But I don't feel good about it. Yeah, I'm the same way. This is probably a stay away game for me because who knows? Maybe Russ does come out playing like the Russ that we used to know. No, he won't because, look – what what he has not done well this year. He can't well, scramble. Lot, but, but he can't scramble. And the one thing that he's facing like the second highest pressure rate in the NFL, and he's terrible against it. And the one thing that the Raiders do defensively is get to the quarterback. They apply pressure. They're one of the best teams at applying pressure in the NFL. So it situ- sets up as a good situation for the Raiders defense to find some success against the Denver Broncos. And can this Broncos offense get going? I, I don't know. And can the Raiders – Offense get going against the Broncos defense. Broncos defense has been awesome, but I, I do think the Raiders will find a little bit of success. I think the Raiders win this game like 24-20, something like that. Yeah, I think so too. And the fact that the Broncos are 2-1 and one just bug, bugs me because they should be the 0-3 team. They had two yeah. shitty wins against San Fran, 11-10, and then against Houston, 16-9, where Davis Mills didn't throw a touchdown or he didn't throw an interception. And then he got Russ on the other end throwing an interception. So I think the Broncos, it's only a matter of time before the collapse is coming. Uh, they're riding high. Everyone's making fun of Russ. I love it. Um, yeah, I'm, they should be the 0-3 team. I, I like the Raiders in this. And the fact that Vegas is giving them minus 2.5, too, is interesting to me. So Raiders get their first win. All right, let's talk about Monday Night Football here really quickly. Rams plus 1.5 at the San Francisco 49ers. Total set at 42.5. You have a read on this game? I, I like the under. I'm not. I'm. I'm not. A, I don't think there's going to be points score. I like both of these defenses, and both of their offenses have been pretty mediocre. San Fran is 28th in the league in points scored, and the Rams are 20th in points scored. So nothing really pops out to me too much. Um, I know San Fran needs to pick it up though, so I do like San Fran to win the to win the actual game. Yeah. So I have San San Francisco minus one and a half as my fifth best bet of the week um and a lot of this has to do with the fact that san francisco last week had opportunities they should have won that game against denver their defense is clearly playing really good football right now they didn't give up an offensive touchdown the week before to seattle and the chicago game i'm going to throw out but they only give up 19 points in that game too and a lot of that was based on turnovers so uh i think they have an elite defense at this point the rams offensive offense has been really really bad uh, even against Arizona last week, they were not that good. They're still only utilizing basically Cooper Cup in that offense, haven't found another weapon that they really trust at this point. And Kyle Shanahan has dominated Sean McVay 
straight up and against the spread in the regular season. So there's a really good spot to buy low on San Francisco, only giving up a point and a half at home against the Rams. Look at it from kind of a long perspective. Rams are two and one, probably shouldn't be. San Francisco's one and two, probably shouldn't be. Both of these teams should probably be around two and two, 500 after four weeks. So on kind of a macro scale, it makes sense to bet on the 49ers. Also, does that really make a difference? I don't know. Things are kind of random, but uh, San Francisco minus one and a half seems like a good spot to me on Monday Night Football. Yeah, and the Rams completely just do not look like the reigning Super Bowl champions whatsoever. I mean, they got smoked by Buffalo week one, and then you win gritty games between the Falcons and the Cardinals, and we hate the Cardinals. So the Rams just do not seem like anything special to me at all. And this is a good spot for San Fran to really bounce back. So I, I like I like San Fran in this, and I like the under. All right, let's go through all the games that we have not talked about. Give some quick takes on those games. Start off with, talked about Buffalo Ravens, Jacksonville Eagles we talked about, but plus six and a half, total is 46. Anything that you like in that game? Uh, I kind of am leaning towards the over on this. I love the over. Yeah. It's 46, yeah. Both offenses have been pretty electric and fun to watch. Um, I'm not, like, their defense hasn't been anything crazy, too, so – I actually know two pretty decent defenses, but no, I like the over. I think both teams are in the top 10 category in points scored, and they both look sharp. The Jags also have a, a lot of momentum being a two and one team. Uh, they finally are starting to trust Trevor. The offense looks good. Kirk has been balling too. So I like the, I like the over in this. Yeah. And I kind of talked about this earlier, but Doug Peterson kitchen sink game. I don't think he's going to want to punt on fourth down. There's no reason to give the ball back to this Eagles offense. So I think he's going to pull every trick out of the hat that he has against this former team. In Philadelphia, I'm sure that he'll get a warm welcome by the Eagles fans. Maybe he actually will because he did coach them to a Super Bowl. Um, that'll be interesting to see, but I do like that over 46. And maybe a first half over as well. Commanders, Cowboys we talked about. Jets, Steelers we talked about. CS Lions we talked about. Browns versus Falcons. Browns minus one, total set at 47 and a half. I bet the over on this game, and I bet both team totals over. Atlanta over 23 and a half, and Cleveland over 25. This is a perfect smash spot for both offenses in this game. What the Falcons like to do, first of all, they're the best running team in the NFL, or these are the two best running teams in the NFL right now. The Browns defense, number two in pressure rate in the NFL when Clowney and Garrett are on the field. When Garrett is not on, their, on the field, they are the second worst team in the NFL at pressure rate, which means Mariota is going to have a lot of time because I don't think that Garrett is going to be able to play in this game. Clowney probably out as well. So Atlanta should find a lot of success on the ground and through the air in this game. And the Atlanta Falcons have the worst rush defense in the NFL against the number one ranked rushing offense in the NFL. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt should absolutely eat in this game. Give me like a 31-28 game. I don't know which team wins. I would lean towards the Browns. But this Atlanta team is feisty as hell, man. They are a really, really good and fun team to watch. Yeah, I've been I've been having fun watching them the whole year, but I'm I'm on the over as well. Probably not going to bet a team, but like you said, if you had to lean, probably would go to the Browns solely because of the run game. I, the Atlanta Falcons absolutely suck at stopping the run, and then you got probably one of the best rushing offenses in the league in the Browns. Uh, Chubb's probably gonna have a big day. I like a two touchdown bet for him on the goal line, uh, even breaking one maybe. But yeah, I'm all over the over on this. This one's gonna be a shit bowl. It's going to be great. I can't wait. This is like no, one of my favorite games be, of the morning. It will be an entertaining football game for sure, but there's no way this goes under. No, this is like my second favorite morning game on Sunday behind uh, Baltimore against Buffalo. Uh, Chargers, Texans, you like the Chargers in this one, minus five. 
I have no read on this. The Chargers injury situation is just too much for me to get in front of. It scares me too much. Also, Houston dominated the Chargers last year. So does that mean the Chargers want to get revenge? Or does that mean that Houston knows something defensively or schematically against the Chargers that they can use to their advantage? Don't want to get stepped into that game. Uh, Titans, Colts, we talked about. Arizona at Carolina. Arizona plus one and a half. Total set at 43 and a half right now. Carolina's defense, surprisingly good. Offense, still kind of stinky. Christian McCaffrey, he's been held out of practice for two days with a quad injury. My guess is that he's probably going to end up playing. Arizona, I mean, as long as they don't draw up plays, they're great. But Cliff Kingsbury's (laughs) drawing up plays, so I don't know exactly what to make of that. Carolina's defense is really good, so. Uh, I have no particular read in this game. I think the under 43 and a half may be interesting. Yeah, these are probably my two least favorite teams in the NFL right now. Like, my opinion. Um, yeah. Probably not going to touch the over-under because who the fuck knows. Um, I like the Cardinals if I had to choose plus one. It makes me grind my teeth even saying that. But yeah, the Panthers kind of are dumpster fire too. And if Kyler Murray could get going, he could get going. So I mean, historical trends would pat would point you towards Arizona. Cliff Kingsbury as an underdog has been very good, and Matt Rule as a favorite has been very bad. So if you want to use the betting trends bet on Arizona, I do not want to step into that one at all. Patriots, Packers, we talked about a little bit. Line is plus nine, which has come down from plus ten and a half. Totals at 40 and a half. Doesn't, I, I'm pretty sure the Mac's not going to play in this game. But yeah, no way. Green, Green Bay has one of the worst rushing defenses in the NFL. And if there's one thing the Patriots can do well – it's run the ball with Harrison Stevenson. Now, is that enough to cover plus nine when Brian Hoyer's your quarterback and you can't do any play action? Like they're not going to pass the ball at all in that game. I like the I, I and I can't the forty and a half such a low total. I don't know if I can get in front of that one either. This Green Bay offense still isn't right. Um, I lean towards the Patriots plus nine plus nine and a half if you can get it out there, but I don't know. It's going to be a dicey game either way. Yeah, I would say over, but then again, how many points can Green Bay just put up on their own? They could easily yeah. score. 24, Max? That's what I'm saying. And, and garbage time, you never know with Pat. So, oh, that's terrible. Over can, can the Patriots score 17 points in this game? See, that's the thing, too, is, is, is Hoyer's got no pressure. He's just got to do his job, and they will be running the ball, and they can move the ball on the run. So, who knows? I mean, Hoyer knows that offense, too. Um, I'm curious to see how he's going to step in and if he's going to get anything going because it's not like he's going to come in and suck. Like, he can't just suck. He's going to suck. I know. Poor Hoyer. But, yeah, if, mm, I, I, I would – if I had to choose, I'd probably lean towards the over just because I think Green Bay is going to come out absolutely <clears throat> dominating. All right, that's the last game that we had not talked about. On the board, um, I guess we we talked about the Giants game, right? So, yep. gross. Um, any other player props or totals that you're looking at, or we got through the entire board? Um, I like the Chubb bet. I like, ah, uh, you know what? I like Chubb to have one and I like Kareem Hunt to have one. We'll do Ooh, I would parlay, one I each. Like, yeah. One each. I like the parlay there. I think they'll split those up. Uh, maybe one of them will leave. I, I think it's, I think there's going to be three touchdowns combined by the Browns running backs. All right. Uh, I think I'm, I'm pretty good. What about you? Should I just read through all the bets that I have? I like doing this last week. All right, so I'll, I'll do this so that I can clip this at the end. So my best bets, five best bets of the week against the spread, at least right now, it's Thursday. Pittsburgh minus three, Minnesota minus two and a half, Tennessee plus three and a half, Kansas City as a pick in San Francisco minus one and a half. My fifth team that would be in there would probably be Detroit minus four, despite how gross that is. I do think that they're going to come out and dominate in this game, but all the bets that I have on the board 
right now for NFL Week 4. All right. Cincinnati minus 165. Cincinnati minus 180. Cincinnati over team total 26. San Francisco money line. Detroit, Seattle over 48. Detroit minus one. Atlanta plus eight and a half as a teaser. Cleveland, uh, Atlanta over 47 and a half, over 48. Kansas City, Tampa Bay under 45 and a half and under 45. Denver uh, Raiders under 44 and a half, under 45, under 46. Jacksonville Eagles over 48. Now it's come down to 46. I'm going to go back and rebet that after the show is done. Baltimore plus four. Raiders money line. Kansas City minus one. Detroit minus four. Minnesota minus two and a half. Pittsburgh minus three. Giants minus three. Pittsburgh minus two and a half. Detroit team total over 26 and a half. Cleveland uh, over team total 25. And Atlanta over team total 23 and a half. That's all I have on the board right now for week four. Let's go. And we win. And we win. I like how you have a lot of favorites, too, this week, because I think last week was... It makes was, me feel so gross. I think last I'm, week, though, was such a f- trap week for any NFL better, including myself. I got abused because I was like, oh, Chiefs against the Colts. Only minus four. Chiefs money line. This is the week where I, I, I think there's going to be none of that. And Vegas is going to take some money back. I I hope that the favorites cover this week because I seem to be on a lot of them, but I don't feel particularly good about being on that side. Usually I'm a gross better. I like my gross bets. I'm talking with Dan Titus, who I'm in the uh, circuit contest with. We are 13 and 2 right now. There are two people at 15 and 0, uh, top five place, but there is, I think, like $250,000 worth of prizes for week one or quarter one. Uh, so we have a shot. We'll see. We need a 5 0 week. See how that goes. Um, but I was talking about him earlier this week and when we did podcasts last year. He was like, we need our gross bets back. Those did really well for us last year. So he texted me his gross bet of the week. Actually, I'll read this off right now and close the show with this. So his gross bet of the week is uh, New England. And then his second one is the Cardinals. And my gross one, my gross ones were Tennessee plus three and a half and Washington plus three. Uh, Those would be my bad bets. Uh, We are leaning right now towards Pittsburgh minus three, New England plus nine and a half, Tennessee plus three and a half. Arizona plus one and a half, and either Minnesota at minus two and a half or Kansas City at a pick 'em as our sixth pick. We'll see. A lot of time left. Don't have to submit until Saturday at noon Pacific, but that's where we're leaning right now. And if anyone wants to use that against us, go fuck yourselves. Uh, we'll see. We'll see you in Circa in Vegas, baby. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, that does it for Gambling with Gold, episode 107. Uh, NFL Best Bets, week four. We'll be back next Tuesday to preview week five. Good luck with all of your bets this week, and make sure. Download the Champions Round app and apply for all of our sick giveaways. We have a Cam Akers 7-6 jersey up for grab for Monday Night Football. We have a Tua jersey on the line right now. If you text us at our hotline, 310-564-7176, you have a couple hours left to do that. And then we also have a Micah Parsons signed Cowboys helmet for our Daily Dozen October winner. Excited to give that one away, so make sure you play Daily Dozen every day. You can lock your picks until 8 p.m. Eastern tonight. Joey, are we doing a TikTok today? Oh yeah, I just I actually posted it right before uh right before we got on. So the giveaway video is up. It explains the rules again if you want to check it out. And uh yeah, we're giving away a sign to a jersey for the game tonight. So let's do it. Very cool. All right, good luck with all your bets this week. Let's go kill some bookies, baby. Yeah, yeah, let's do it.